Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. All right, there we are. Harp on Sports at the bar. Audio media podcast and radio network at Harp on Sports. Follow, share, like, subscribe. All the platforms, HarpOnSports.com, HarpOnSports, the YouTube channel. You can find us on all those platforms. All right, what do we have in store for you on this edition of The Bar? NFL predictions for the 2021 season. I have two new teams in the Super Bowl, a team that has won it in the last 25 years, and a rematch, now that I think about it, of the last 25 years in the Super Bowl. Huh. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to get to that coming up. Going to give MVP, Rookie of the Year, all that fun stuff as well. Reflections, thoughts on week one of the college football season. To quote Aaron Rodgers, relax. Remember when Alabama gave up 50 points to Ole Miss last year? Alabama's defense isn't good enough to win the national championship. Whoops. Relax. One week. Going to look at that as well. And also... Tip of the hat, partially why I wore a hat, but there you go. Tip of the hat, promoters, people that realize that boxing and fighting are a spectacle and it's all about showmanship and eyeballs. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is going to be broadcasting the Evander Holyfield fight this weekend. The Evander Holyfield fight, yeah. Evander Holyfield's fighting what? Belfort this weekend. Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. are going to broadcast it. It's brilliant. Brilliant. I've got an idea. I don't think they'll do it, but I've got an idea for the next one. So we'll look at that as well. All right. Again, Harp on Sports here on the bar. Where are we going to start? A little NFL prediction or NFL predictions. I went back last week. Again, college football. Still my college football playoffs intact. There's one team that I picked to win or at least get to their conference championship game or two teams that I picked to get to their conference championship game that lost last week. I picked Clemson to get to the ACC championship game. Still pretty confident in that one. And the other team I picked to get to their conference championship game that lost was Wisconsin. Could we get Iowa in the Big Ten championship instead? Don't know. Minnesota? Maybe. They got B2. So two of your heavy hitters in the West already gone. Wisconsin's lost a game. Minnesota's lost a game. I wouldn't call them exactly heavy hitters, but two teams that are right in there to the end. Iowa over there as well. So, hmm. Interesting uh, start of things for the uh, the Big Ten Conference. College football playoffs still intact for me. I still have Clemson and Georgia and Alabama. I do. I, I still have in Oklahoma. I have Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma playing Georgia and Alabama playing Clemson. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that. I will. Okay. NFL predictions. And again, I'm not going to go through and win, loss, loss, win. I, no, that's just too tedious and too time consuming. Not going to do that. But what I am going to do is go through each division and tell you who I think is going to win it. And give you a little reason why, and line up the three wild cards. We're going to start in the AFC first. The AFC East, I think it's the Buffalo Bills. I, I The Dolphins could contend. The, the Dolphins could contend. The Patriots could contend. The Jets won't contend. At the end, I'm riding the better quarterback, and I'm riding the best quarterback in this division. Do I think Max could do a nice job in New England? Yes. Do I think Tua will do a nice job in Miami? Maybe. But I'm going with a guy that you know may win the NFL MVP this year. So... You know, Josh Allen, the Bills, they win. I think they win the East by two or three games. Uh, in the AFC North, I like the Cleveland Browns. In the AFC North, uh, I think the Ravens give a spirited effort. Uh, the Bengals aren't quite there yet. And the Steelers, going to get the Steelers there in a second. I'm not going to lay out who the wild cards are yet. But I like the Browns to win this division. They have a third-place schedule. 
Remember, they won a wild card last year, earned a wild card, and they finished third, so they have a third-place schedule. I think the Browns win the AFC North. AFC South, I think the Titans win it. I think the Titans win it by a couple of games, and I like them a lot. I like them a lot. They're loaded at wide receiver now, aren't they? They, Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback, got the best running back in football. The offensive line's beefed up. I I like the Titans a lot. You're going to see that coming up in a minute. And AFC West, the Chiefs. To tell somebody knocks them off out there, I think they're going to get a spirited effort by one team. But I got the Chiefs win in the West. So the Chiefs win the West. Uh, Browns win the North. Titans win the South. Bills win the East. Shocker, right? My wild cards in the AFC are the Ravens, the Chargers, and the Steelers. Ravens, Chargers, Steelers are your AFC Triple Crown wild card winners. Those are the three wild card winners. And when it's all said and done, I like the Titans over the Browns in the AFC. I do. And, you know, everything is kind of coming together in Nashville. Cleveland, everything's coming together as well. And, you know, I take a step back and I look back on it. Quality quarterbacks, ability to run the ball, going to be a longer season by a game. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It is. To see how people handle injuries, how you're going to try to get to that 16-game threshold. How does 17 games sound? A lot of NFL records are going to be broken this year. Just they are, just because you could have more opportunities to put together more stat lines. But I think that's a good, solid postseason hit there. Again, Titans over the Browns in the AFC. Titans go to the Super Bowl. Looking at like the Jaguars, where they're going to finish. I got the Jaguars finishing 6-11, and 11, right around there. 6-11 and 11 for the Jaguars. I think they'll be much improved. I do. I just don't know how they're going to score enough points. They have some holes defensively as well. And the, the Colts are going to start to get healthy here. We know <laughs> the Titans are going to be 100%. It's not exactly the strongest division in the world, and it's never the strongest division in the world, which is not. Texans are awful. So I, I think I think they can get, I think they can. They can get to 6 and 11, 7 and 10 right about there. So there you go in the AFC. Jumping over to the NFC in my predictions to start the 2021 NFL season. In the NFC, NFC East, I've got the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, as he starts to get healthier, just just a little glimpse inside of Hard Knocks. They're loaded. They're loaded, and I know they've had some issues, but they're not like year-ending issues. Plus that division, I don't trust the Giants. D.C., I, I think they, they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to be really, really interesting. But uh, again, as, <laughs> as I look at the NFC East and what they bring to the table, I, I just don't see anybody. The Eagles, come on. Jalen Hurts and company, that team's going to be terrible. So, I like the Cowboys in the East. In the NFC North, this is the one that kind of made me think for zero seconds. Packers. Uh, Packers roll through the NFC North again. I mean, who's going to beat them? Seriously. NFC South, Bucks. I, I can't even think of anybody that's going to finish within two games of them. Don't be surprised if Carolina finishes second in that division at all. So, Bucks win the South. And in the NFC, or <laughs> NFC West, that was kind of one that I looked at and said, boy, this division is loaded. I didn't pick it. I didn't. I, I wanted to put it out there. I almost picked all three wild card teams from the NFC West. I did. The NFC West is loaded. I wouldn't be shocked if the NFC West is everybody that finishes above 500. The NFC West is loaded, but I got the Rams winning the West. So the Rams win the West. Bucks win the South. The North belongs to the Packers, and the East belongs to the boys. My wild card teams in the NFC. My wild card teams in the NFC. Make sure I got this right. I've got D.C. Well, that was a team last year that made the playoffs. 
That was a weak division, but with Fitzmagic out there now, that defensive line is just loaded. It's going to get cold, nasty. I, I think DC is going to earn a wild card spot. I like the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. I'm not betting against that dude. I know they lost a lot of weaponry, but I'm not betting against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. And Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. So my wild card winners, I, I so bad, I did. I so bad wanted to pick the 49ers over DC. And I, I may miss that one when it's all said and done. But it's what I like in the NFC. Again, NFC West, Rams, NFC North, Packers. Uh, NFC South, Bucks. I just think this is the NFC East Cowboys. Wildcard, DC, Seahawks, Cardinals. And when it's all said and done, I like the Rams over the Bucks to head to the Super Bowl. So I turn back the clock, what? 22 years? Give me a repeat of the Rams Titans Super Bowl. A little Kurt Warner, a little Air McNair. Yeah. Rams Titans Super Bowl in LA. And when it's all said and done, I like the Rams to win the Super Bowl and beat the Tennessee Titans. So that's my Super Bowl prediction for 2021. Um, laying things out, MVP. I think Derrick Henry wins the MVP. Here's the reason why. An extra game, I think this is the year somebody finally tracks down Eric Dickerson. Can he get to 2,200 yards? That's a lot. That's a tall tale to ask. It is. But it's a division where the Texans are... Th- there's two games he's going to be able to run crazy. The Jaguars' defense isn't anything to write home around. There's four games he's going to get to run crazy. When I look at your schedule and 25% of the time, you should average 125 yards in those games, if not more. Now we got a, some we got some stabilization, right? We have some stabilization. So, again, I'm not quite ready. Look, I was looking around. I know it's a quarterback thing, and Mahomes is going to put up ridiculous numbers. And I know it's Josh Allen's time and Lamar Jackson. It was his time. I get it. I get it. Some people even saying Matt Stafford out with the Rams. I get it. All those weapons. But if Derrick Henry tracks down and passes Eric Dickerson, single season rushing yardage record, I think it's going to be tough not to give him the MVP MVP award. So I've got Derrick Henry winning MVP defensive player of the year. I wanted to pick him. I wanted to pick miles Garrett. I did. But until somebody takes it away from Aaron Donald, I'm not going to pick against Aaron Donald. I'm just not. So Aaron Donald's my defensive player of the year. Rookie of the year is Trevor Lawrence. He's going to play all as long as he doesn't get hurt. Dude's going to throw for 4,000 yards. He's got a shot to. You bet he does. It's a quarterback award. I see people picking Mac, you know, Max Jones. Oh, oh my, wait till he says, you think a quarterback in New England's going to win this thing? Come on. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to win rookie of the year. So there you go. Rookie of the year, Trevor Lawrence. Aaron Donald until somebody takes defensive player of the year away from him. And my MVP is Derrick Henry. Rams over Titans in the Super Bowl. So that's my NFL prediction. Like I said, I told you the Jags are going to go 6-11 you know, and 11, right around there. It's so tough to get that mindset to 17 games. It is to- so tough to get that mindset uh, to that 17-game mark. Um, you know, the last time we had the same two teams appear in the Super Bowl was, anybody? Back-to-back years, same two teams repeat. Been the Bills and the Cowboys 28 years ago. So I, I'm just, both teams are loaded. The Chiefs got there with a terrible offensive line, and they got, what, four new offensive linemen? All those weapons are back. Bucks bring 22 guys back, but it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. It's like having the same two teams in the NCAA tournament in the Final Four, same two years. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Too hard. Too hard. Sport that proves it's the easiest is the NBA. Or it happens most often. All right, so there we go. That's my NFL predictions for 2021. Uh, we're going to bounce uh, back to the college ranks here, looking at 
it was a good weekend. It was a good first weekend for college football. Those that scheduled a flea circus, I don't know what to tell you. Seeing, you know, somebody whack somebody by 40 points from the Mac. I, I love my alma mater to death, but I guess Michigan, you learned what? Not a lot. Penn State learned something going against Wisconsin, right? There's certain teams as you start to build a program. I get why South Carolina State, was it East Tennessee State or whoever they played? I get why you do that. I do if you're a school like that. I get it. But to me, I get so much more out of Miami, Miami, uh, Alabama. I get so much more out of Notre Dame, Florida State. I get so much more out of UCLA, LSU. So much more enjoyable. High risk, high reward. Clemson, Georgia. Those games are great. And it can set your tone for the season. And if you lose, it's a good loss and you can work your way back. I think what Miami accomplishes if they take on, uh, pick a school, they take on Georgia State and beat them by 40. What do you get out of that? You lose to Alabama by 30. What do you get out of that? At least you get an idea where you need to get. You know where the pinnacle is set. Manny Diaz is, what, his second year there? Second full season as the head coach? Third full season? He's got, got some work to do. Got to see what he's got to do recruiting-wise to get back where he was. So, you know, my top five teams after one week. And again, I'm going to reward teams that take on tough competition and do things. I've got Clemson number five. Oh, Clemson's done. Oh, my gosh, they're awful. Good gracious, man. Neither team's offense scored a touchdown. So, Clemson's quarterback throws a pick six, so Georgia's offense is dynamic. Look, those are two very good teams in week one trying to figure things out. Clemson football's done. You guys are nuts, man. Nuts. It's like, what's Dabo going to do now that he doesn't have an elite quarterback? For crying out loud, go back and look at the last 10 years. He's out. He's been loaded at that position forever. Yes. Was it Taj Boyd? He's a good quarterback. With 10 and 2, 11 and 1. And Deshaun Watson, and this DJ's going to be fine. Good gracious. Lost a top five team in a neutral site to start the year. Let's say Clemson takes on, I don't know, Georgia Southern or Clemson takes on UAB and runs them out of Louisiana Tech and runs them out of the, the, the stadium 45-14. What, they're great then? Clemson's going to be fine. I got Clemson at five. I've got Penn State at four. They went on the road and won in Wisconsin. That was a top 15 team. Camp Randall to start the year. That's tough to do, especially with the Penn State team that what, won two games last year. That's impressive. Penn State number four. Penn State probably has the best road win in college football, don't they? Out of the gate, Penn State's got the best road win in college football. We're going to punish them for that. Ohio State went into Minnesota. It was a good game. They won by two touchdowns. It's a Minnesota team two years ago, full season, right? What, they go 10 and two? The Minnesota team go 10 and 2, 11 and 1, beat Auburn. Is that they beat them in the um the Gator? No, they beat him in the Gator Bowl. Come on, Seth. I'll back ball, right? The Minnesota team that won 11 games two years ago. COVID's kind of one. It's a good football team. Ohio State went there and beat them by two touchdowns. They didn't beat them by four. All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> it's crazy how that works, isn't it? So even AM struggled in the first half. With Kent State, through three quarters, they struggled. So Again, I've gotten, I've got a gauge. I got a little bit of a gauge on what Ohio State can do. So again, Clemson five, Penn State four, Ohio State three, Georgia's two. Take on a team like Clemson, hold them to a field goal. You didn't score against them, but okay, you you won a neutral site game against the top five team. Georgia's number two, and I keep saying things. Well, we're nothing until we beat Alabama. You want to live that way? Go ahead, live that way. Live that way. That's a gigantic win. It's the biggest win Kirby Smart's had at Georgia. Yeah, it is. I think it's a bigger win than he had in the uh, Rose Bowl over Oklahoma. I do. Because the whole thing is what? 
Oh, can't win the big one. Can't win the big one. Can't win the big one. That's a pretty big one that he won. Georgia number two. Number one's Alabama. So look, those two are going to, they're headed towards a collision course. Georgia's going to be favored in every game this year. Alabama's going to be favored in every game this year until they meet. And then when they meet, which they're going to, Alabama's probably a four and a half point favorite. Three and a half point favorite. That's where it is. So that's where I am. My college football top five teams. Heisman voting, you guys nuts, man. <laughs> I made my predictions. I said, but JT Daniels from Georgia, you're crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay, fine. The Notre Dame quarterback should win it, right? He got four or five touchdown passes. Week one, relax. Again, I can't stress this enough. A year ago, Alabama gave up, what was it, 50 points to Ole Miss? Alabama's defense gave up 50 points to Ole Miss. Alabama's defense gave up, what, 45 points to Florida, whatever it was? Gives up 50 points to Ole Miss for, oh, Alabama's defense. And then what? Proceeds to bludgeon Notre Dame and absolutely annihilate Ohio State. So say what you want. Wait, oh, my gosh, you're in trouble. Yeah. It's like Alabama was in trouble after they gave up 50 points to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Just, guy, relax. Long way to go. Long way to go. When it comes to college football season. Uh, one to wrap with this because I just think it's brilliant. How do you get eyeballs on your sport the first weekend of the college football season? You don't. How do you get eyes on your sport the second week of the college football season and the first week of the NFL season? You don't. Unless you get really, really creative, which they're doing. Who's doing this? The boxing world. Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr., President Trump and Donald Trump Jr. are going to be on the alternative TV broadcast or alternative broadcast of the Holyfield Belfort fight this weekend. Now, Evander Holyfield's 575 years old, and I have known nothing about Belfort. I just don't. I looked him up, and I'm like, okay, okay yeah, he's a good fighter, but I, I don't know what to expect in this. I don't. Evander Holyfield, I am 42 years old. Evander Holyfield became heavyweight champion of the world when I was in the sixth grade. Evander Holyfield became Heavyweight champion in the world. 31 years ago. 31 years ago, he became champion. Were you knocked out? Anybody? Knocked out Buster Douglas, right? So, or beat Buster Douglas. So, Holyfield, Belfort with Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. That's smart. You're going to get a collective. People are going to buy it just to hear those guys talk. It's a moneymaker. I don't know how much it's going to cost them. They'll make their money back with that. You bet they will. President Trump gets publicity. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Am I a fan of his? No, of course I'm not. But it's smart business. It's very smart business. So I'll even take another step back. What I'd like to see is Mike Tyson fight Logan Paul uh, with special guest commentators, (laughs) President Bush and President Obama. Come on. Somebody put this together. Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. are going to do the Holyfield-Belfort fight. I need somebody to step up to the plate and get me Logan Paul versus Mike Tyson with President Obama and President Bush calling the action. There we go. That's what I need.
Harpod Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, a radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpod Sports and all of our show, social media platforms, harponsports.com and the Harpon Sports YouTube channel. We'll drop another one of these things uh, Friday night. And there you go. In the meantime, remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends. <laughs>